Today on a middle-aged woman's menopausal journey, vaginal dryness, Sarah Palin, but not in the way you think, Paul Pierce, and my social media recommendation for the week. Stay tuned. During perimenopause and after menopause, the natural lubrication of your vagina is inadequate. Estrogen is responsible for vaginal lubrication. When you are in the menopause years, your eggs fail to produce enough estrogen to lubricate the vagina, and as a result, you experience vaginal dryness. The dryness can make sex uncomfortable and sometimes painful. Normally, the walls of the vagina stay lubricated with a thin layer of clear fluid. The hormone estrogen helps maintain that fluid and keeps the lining of your vagina healthy, thick, and elastic. A drop in estrogen levels reduces the amount of moisture available. It can happen at any age for a number of different causes. It may seem like a minor irritation, but the lack of vaginal moisture can have a huge impact on your sex life. Fortunately, several treatments are available to relieve vaginal dryness. Vaginal dryness is a common symptom of menopause, and close to one out of every three women deals with this while going through the change. It becomes even more common afterward. It also makes the vagina thinner and less elastic. This is called vaginal atrophy. Estrogen levels can also drop because of childbirth and breastfeeding, radiation or chemotherapy treatment for cancer, surgical removal of the ovaries, anti-estrogen medications used to treat uterine fibroids or endometriosis. Other causes of vaginal dryness include Sjogren's syndrome, which is an autoimmune disorder that attacks cells in the body that produce moisture, allergy and cold medications, certain antidepressants, douching, and not enough foreplay before sex. No matter what the cause, vaginal dryness can be extremely uncomfortable. It can lead to itching, burning, and painful intercourse. Any burning, itching, or discomfort in the area is worth a call to your doctor or gynecologist. They'll ask about your past health and find out how long you've had symptoms and what seems to make them worse or better. Your doctor will do a pelvic exam, checking your vagina for any thinning or redness. The exam will help rule out other possible causes for your discomfort, including a vaginal or urinary tract infection. The doctor may also remove cells from your vaginal wall or cervix for a pap test. The most common treatment for vaginal dryness due to low estrogen levels is topical estrogen therapy. These replace some of the hormone your body is no longer making. That helps relieve vaginal symptoms, but it doesn't put as much estrogen in your bloodstream as the hormone therapy you take in pills. Most women use one of three types of vaginal estrogen. The ring, also called the the S-string. You or your doctor inserts this soft, flexible ring into your vagina where it releases a steady stream of estrogen directly to the tissues. The ring is replaced every three months. A tablet called Vagifem, which is used um, 
which is applied by using a disposable applicator to put a tablet in to your vagina once a day for the first two weeks of treatment. Then you do it twice a week until you no longer need it. Or cream um, called Estrace or Premarin. You use an applicator to get the cream into your vagina. You'll typically apply the cream daily for one to two weeks, then cut back to one or three times a week as directed by your doctor. Any estrogen product can have side effects, such as vaginal bleeding and breast pain. Topical estrogen may not be recommended when you have breast cancer, especially if you're taking an aromatase inhibitor, have a history of endometrial cancer, have vaginal bleeding but don't know why, are pregnant or breastfeeding. There isn't much research on the long-term use of topical estrogen, but doctors believe it's safe. You can also buy a vaginal moisturizer like glycerin, mineral oil, polycarbophil, or replens at your local drugstore or supermarket. A drug taken orally once a day called Osfina makes vaginal tissue thicker and less fragile, resulting in less pain for women during sex. But the FDA warns that Osfina can thicken the endometrium, the lining of the uterus, and raise the risk of stroke and blood clots. Take your time before having sex to make sure that you're fully relaxed and aroused. Apply a water-based lubricant, Astroglide or KY, to help enjoy intercourse more. Avoid using douches, bubble baths, scented soaps, and lotions around the sensitive vaginal area. These products can worsen dryness. Sarah Palin, former beauty queen and Republican nominee for vice president of the United States in the 2008 election alongside Arizona Senator John McCain, and former governor of Alaska from 2006 until her resignation in 2009 is back in the news again. Um, she's talking about her COVID diagnosis, her recent COVID diagnosis. But I'm not going to focus on her COVID diagnosis today. Um, I don't know if many of you are aware she divorced from her husband, Todd, two years ago. Um, I'd like to share this article um, with you from NBCnews.com when they reported on it. Uh, Sarah Palin's husband, Todd, files for divorce over incompatibility of temperament. Todd Palin fil filed to dissolve the couple's 31-year marriage with Anchorage Superior Court on Friday. This was posted on September 9th, 2019. Um, I would like for you to listen to the article because there's some very important aspects in here that touch on the issues that some women experience during the menopausal period. And this is related to mood swings and irritability, okay? Todd Palin has filed for divorce from Sarah Palin, the former governor of Alaska and GOP vice presidential candidate, citing incompatibility of temperament and that they find it impossible to live together as husband and wife. Todd Palin, 55, 
asked to dissolve the couple's 31-year marriage in a filing submitted Friday in Anchorage Superior Court. The paperwork was submitted on September 6th, eight days after the couple's anniversary. The filing, first reported by the Anchorage Daily News, only uses initials but details the couple's marriage date and the birth date of their 11-year-old son, Trigg, and asks for an equal separation of assets and debts. The two have been married since 1988 and have five children. Track, Trigg, Bristol, Willow, and Piper. Todd Palin's filing asks for shared custody of Trigg, who has Down syndrome. Sarah Palin, also 55, was elected governor of Alaska in 2006 and resigned in 2009 before the end of her four-year term. She also served as the late Senator John McCain's running mate in the 2008 presidential election, ultimately losing the election to Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Todd Palin, unlike his famous political wife, has largely steered clear of headlines since he since she burst on the national scene during 2008 presidential election cycle. He was in a snowmobile accident in 2016 in which he suffered broken ribs and a collapsed lung, a broken shoulder blade, a broken clavicle, and leg injuries. It was one of the few times the husband made headlines. Although that's not to say he lacked any role in his wife's political life. Emails uncovered by MSNBC in 2011 showed that Todd Palin regularly communicated with senior Alaska state officials on a wide range of topics. They included online chats about potential board appointees, constituent complaints, use of the state jet, oil and gas production, marine regulation, gas pipeline bids, post-secondary education, wildfires, native Alaskan issues, the state effort to save the Matanuska-made dairy, budget planning, potential budget vetoes, oil shale leasing, staffing at the mansion, per diem payments to the governor for travel, potential cuts to the governor's staff, Bureau of Land Management, land transfers, and trespass issues. So he was really helping her run that state, honey. The couple's children have also lived in and out of the spotlight over the years. Track Palin, their eldest son, was sentenced to a year in custody last year after a female acquaintance said he told her that she could not leave his house in Wasilla, took away her phone, and then hit her in the head. In December 2017, Track Palin was accused of breaking into his parents' home and leaving Todd bleeding from cuts on his head, authorities said. He pleaded guilty in June 2018 to a lesser charge in Veterans Court. The couple's daughter, Bristol Palin, briefly starred in MTV's Teen Mom franchise, but quit the series in April. She said in her announcement that the reality series wasn't a good fit for her and that walking away from this show allows God to rebuild me and my little fam in the right direction. Bristol Palin was 17 when she found out she was pregnant with her son Tripp, who she had with former fiancé Levi Johnston. She also has two daughters, Sailor Grace and Atlee Bay, with former husband Dakota Meyer. 
neither Todd nor Sarah Palin could immediately be reached by NBC News for comment. NBA legend Paul Pierce has parted ways with ESPN after hosting a racy Instagram live stream over the weekend, People has confirmed. Pierce, who won an NBA title in 2008 with the Boston Celtics, went live on Instagram last Friday night to share footage of himself smoking and playing card games in a room with women who were dancing in skimpy lingerie and identified by some outlets as exotic dancers. No one in the video appeared to be following COVID-19 safety protocols. The not safe for work clip can be seen here. Not safe for work. (laughs) That video was pretty tame, but anyway. The video quickly became a trending topic on social media on Friday night and Saturday morning with hundreds of users speculating whether the 43-year-old would be terminated from ESPN where he regularly served as an analyst on NBA Countdown and The Jump since the 2017-2018 NBA season. On Monday, front office sports reported that Pierce had split from the network Freelance sports reporter Ryan Glassbeal also reported that Pierce was fired. Pierce seemed to confirm the news on social media by posting a cryptic video to his Instagram page. Yo, I just want to thank all my supporters. I want to thank my haters and everything. Look, but check it out. Bigger and better things coming, baby. Pierce, who also played for the Brooklyn Nets, Washington Wizards, and LA Clippers before retiring in 2017, said in the clip, Don't worry about it. Fall twice, you get up three times. Just always remember to smile, baby, he added to his followers. Pierce's representative did not immediately return people's requests for comment. ESPN declined to comment. This week's social media recommendation is the YouTube channel, called the International Menopause Society. They are discussing all things menopause. This is a group of doctors that are getting together and they are discussing the improvements and the possible and upcoming improvements of medical care for middle-aged women and women who are experiencing perimenopause and menopause. So um, if you're interested in that sort of thing, um, these videos are kind of long. They're getting together. They're getting on stage. They're making speeches. I'd like to say dissertations. A lot of times that word is misused, but I'm just giving you an idea of what it's like. It's very, uh, the videos are very long, very informative, but it's very important to see where some doctors are trying to head with this. It's a known fact that other countries are beating us when it comes to providing quality care to women who are aging. And again, I believe that has a lot to do with America and its disdain for people who are aging and getting older. So um, if you're interested in that, if that's your thing, if you want to learn more about where the future of medical care is headed for women our age and getting older, Check that channel out. So congratulations to the International Menopause Society's channel for making it as my social media recommendation for the week. Thank you for joining me today. The sources used were empoweredwomen.net, 
WebMD.com, People.com, NBCNews.com, and Wikipedia.com. Next week, we'll be discussing night sweats. Have a great day, everybody, and be blessed.